In an emergency, leave all cabin baggage on board. So just stay seated with your belts buckled because he said this is going to be terrible. Hey, and welcome to this week's episode of Got Baggage, the podcast where we're eager <laughs> to help each other <laughs> unpack our mental truck in front of all of you. I just realized how the word eager is so funny. <laughs> I just eager. thought you were like extra eager this week. Eager? No, maybe I am. I'm really eager I think, I to unpack it. Which is, why you, which, which is why that word just stood out yeah. to you so... Uh, so yeah. much um <laughs> so this week uh we have the lovely katie cool here to talking about all things social mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. before she joins us yes steph how have you been yeah i've been grand actually no that's a lie i was really ill <laughs> I, was oh. like, <laughs> I was i was <laughs> I was sick this week. I had to take oh, two days off work. Um, got tested for COVID. Came back negative. You know, had to do the test on myself. Very stressful. Oh, it's, it's the so most stressful shit. part for me, and I've shared this with people thinking that they would relate, and no one has related yet. But the hardest part for me with the home kit was assembling the box that you have to... Um, oh my God, I can relate. Oh my God. I can relate. Yes, I was... <laughs> absolutely relate Steph I, I was so annoyed and stressed <laughs> when I was doing I, I struggled to figure out the bag to put the fucking things in as well oh like I was God. for ages I was looking oh at the bag God. going where do I open the fucking bag I don't know somewhere and I was getting I was in such a bad mood because I was doing it both for me and George yeah and I was trying to figure it all out and I just got like I'm just, oh I was just such a as soon as I can't do something in like five minutes I get like really frustrated and angry and the box yeah. was the same that box, box really stressed me out and there are, there are instructions um on on the cover of the box but they don't help i'm the sorry pictures, the, the instructions are fucking shit <laughs> they don't help no. they don't help like the pic it's like a picture instruction guide and the pictures that they were showing like my box did not have those things uh, it was stressing me out to the point where i was like i'm gonna just force close this box and just duct tape <laughs> the whole thing because it yeah. was just, oh, it was driving me mad. I just didn't I expect like, that. I just did not expect that. I used to work that. at a pizza restaurant and a bakery where I had to, like, put together so many cardboard boxes. Like, so <laughs> many. And and I was like, yeah, cardboard box, putting it together is absolutely easy. I struggled nah. so much. Nah. Oh, I, it was Shocking. really making me anxious. Because the thing is, <laughs> I had to send the test by five. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. time was going by and I was looking up video tutorials to see if anyone else had this problem oh and I couldn't find <laughs> any because uh, the guy because you can follow a guide online on how to do the test and yeah. I thought yeah. he was gonna show you how to assemble no. the box but no no oh, oh that was really stressful uh, but yeah anyway anyway today I feel 100% I did a workout nice. this morning Love with my it. housemate Alan who's been on the podcast I feel like now everyone <laughs> everyone who we mention has been on the podcast yeah literally <laughs> we're just slowly introducing the public to our all our closest friends yeah exactly um so yeah so that it, it's good to mm-hmm. to not feel any sort of illness lingering how are you how are you getting on i am so i still i'm still struggling to kind of 
find a routine i i feel yeah. like i'm very sort of i don't have a lot of spare time and i think a lot of it is because of my the transportation between college and so forth because i just don't have a lot of spare time before or after college um and then like i work on a monday and i get back late and i train on a monday so i'm like back really late on a monday late late back all week basically so like my weekend's kind of my only time off but then i have to do homework over the weekend as well homework uh yeah man a lot of lot of fucking homework like crazy amount back to that and back to that now having to sit down and actually study shit (laughs) what have you learned tell me one thing you've learned oh this week from your Um, homework that's sorry i'm such an uh, so annoying i'm like prove it prove me I've, prove to yeah, me that prove you're studying that you've learned something yeah go um, on then. i've learned a fair few things you know I, i've learned how to do a um oh my god a dental calculation thing which is really random and strange but What's it's that? what vets have to do to like calculate how many teeth an animal should have uh, so i've learned that i've learned the word precocial a precocial animal is an animal that is born fully developed in the stomach. So they they are born with their fur, ready to walk, eat and run and do everything. That's a precocial animal. So like a giraffe's a precocial animal. Elephants, yeah. guinea pigs are precocial. Oh, that's God. Now I've learned that too. <laughs> and all our I've listeners. All sorts of biology stuff. So this this bone here, the long bone where your bicep yeah. is, is called a humerus. And yeah. and that's why the when you hit your thing here, it's called a funny your funny bone. bone. Oh, I love there it. There you go. <laughs> Fun fact. I'm learning all Katie's sorts. here. Sorry, oh. Katie's just arrived. Oh, oh co- come in, Katie. So, joining us right now in the studio <laughs> is Katie Cole, <laughs> who is an award-winning writer, actor, director, and artistic director. She's also my flatmate and friend. (laughs) (laughs) My friend too. (laughs) Cher. Sharon's Karen. (laughs) Hi guys. Hey. Welcome. Hi Katie. Thank you. This is an honour. I like can't believe I've been invited on to Got Baggage. That's what everyone says. Yeah, it's totally. So yeah, you know, you should feel honoured really. Um, and we like to ask. That was a joke. <laughs> yeah, I laughed very loudly. Thanks, thanks, thanks. <laughs> to bring I you just comfort. wanted to make sure. Anyway. <laughs> um, but Katie, mm. we like to ask, how are you? I'm all right. Um, Good. I'm not really a boozy person, as you know, Steph. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we're recording on a Sunday. Um, and I had, <laughs> I had a really, really lovely dinner party last night uh, at, a, at a friend's house. Um, but the red wine was just flowing. And I feel like wine with dinner is so dangerous because you don't realise like how much you end up drinking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, and I really resent myself feeling really groggy today. <laughs> so I'm actually not as fresh as I as I usually am. <laughs> but I'm good. Love yeah. it. I love it. Yeah, but it is very rare to, to encounter a hungover Katie. It's usually me or Alan who will just stay in our rooms all day and not move, and it's 
disgusting. So I'm quite proud that you managed. That. I mean, it's taken me like 27 <laughs> years to realize that that's not a great way to live. So now I'm like. <laughs> But now when I'm drink, now when I drink, I'm nervous. I'm nervous about getting a hangover, so I'm just literally yeah. downing oh so God. much water. I'm eating a lot of carbs. I stay yeah. up until I stop spinning. I'm obsessed. And in the morning, even if I'm dying, I force myself to do something. I really try and fight the feeling of wanting to stay in bed all day because it's so just funny. it's not nice. Mm-hmm. I, then I feel really sad because I'm like I could have done something today. I've kind of you know fought. Fuck crime or so I don't know, crime. Book. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just because you know bed. you do that on a regular basis. Step the crime <laughs> fighter. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but no, sorry, I digress um, massively. But yeah, I'm fine. Fine, <laughs> good, good. I'm glad. Today we are talking about social skills because I find the concept of social skills very interesting. And it's something that I think about a lot, you know, as someone who is very aware of how they interact with other people. I've watched TED Talks on how to hold a conversation Mm. and I love reality TV shows because I love observing how people talk. And I must say, Katie Cole, you are one person sometimes where I observe you engaging in conversation. I'm just like... (laughs) how does she do it like she's so good it's <laughs> all like she always has a question to ask she's always she always has a good response to what the person is saying but it's not like you're asking that question just to carry on the conversation just for there not to be a silence like you you always seem quite engaged so yeah so I'm just curious <laughs> if you you too Janen because um, I think you have really good social skills as well, even Shut though you up. say the opposite. I have up. seen you have conversations with people at parties. Do not patronise me. Um, I, Stainin, I have seen. Too. Yeah, say I've seen Stainin in the middle of the Queen of Hoxton have an actual dance off. Like Stainin, please yeah, apart. That is that is there's alcohol involved there. That is much courage. That that's is nothing like but next level courage. social skills. Like I, I honestly thought I was in step up. I was like, this, this is it. This is, this is life. This is ultimate goals. Um, but yeah, I have a question mm. for for everyone. For myself, I'll give an answer as well because <laughs> I like to talk. Um, but do you guys have any advice? on how to carry on a conversation if you feel like it's dying. People generally like to talk about themselves, don't they? Like, not not mm. even a criticism or a bad thing. Yeah. I think people just do. And so if you're struggling, I think ask a question. Like, if you're not quite sure about something, just ask another question because people yeah. are quite good at talking about themselves and it, like, brings it back round and... Like Brits yeah. are like infamous for asking about the weather, right? But it's so true. <laughs> like, I think as soon as you pose a question to someone else, there's there's a conversation to be had. Like, even if you're completely changing the subject, because unless they're like really like in a bad way or hate you or you know <laughs> are on the spectrum, if you ask someone like about their day or about work, they're gonna give you an answer. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I think that's probably, if I ever feel like things are drying up or I'm like, oh my God, I've actually been talking for so long. I'm like, and what if 
about you? <laughs> yeah, what's your opinion? Yeah. See, see, my struggle is that I can never think of questions. I'm terrible with this. I don't know what it is, but like, unless I know the person really well. So like, I can think of a question to ask you guys because I know what's going in on in your lives mm. and I know what you guys are up to and so forth. But like a person I don't really know you know, except for asking how are you and like, you know, possibly if it's close to the weekend, you can always go, what are you up to this weekend? But like, that is about as far as my questions go because I can't think of anything else. Just keep asking them, how are you? Every time it dies. But, but how are you really? No, how are you? Like, it's real. It's how, how are you? How are you? Yeah. But what are your plans next weekend? And the, where are you what spending the Christmas this year? <laughs> and i don't want to come across as like you know i'm sort of prying or or you know when it's someone you don't know you know like like why do you want to know what i'm doing this weekend you know so i thought i don't know i start overthinking and then can't think of a question (laughs) see i think i think way less about it because those thoughts don't come into my head like but i'm a very I'm a very open person and I'm a talker anyway and you know Steph knows this like if something's bothering me or I'm like you know if I'm confused about a work or whatever like I have to talk it out like I can't I struggle to just sit and figure something out on my own like I need to have an audience and and just like talk it out and so yeah. I just presume that that's how everybody is. So I never feel weird about asking questions because I just think that everybody yeah. wants to talk all of the time. You see, my thing is, right, I'm quite good at carrying on a conversation even when I'm feeling anxious and I feel like I'm mm-hmm. dying. But what I struggle with is as soon as I feel like the conversation is dying, um, instead of just being like, this is life, this happens. Sometimes people run out of things to talk about and that's okay. <laughs> But then even though even though I know the skills and I I, I know how to ask questions, I just then lose the ability to connect. Mm. And then I feel like Mm. then I'm just talking at someone or that my priority is then carrying on a conversation other than getting to know the person. Right. I don't know. That's why I, I think sometimes when I observe other people talking, I wish I could I have a little people could have a little light where I could say, oh, are you guys actually connecting now? Are you asking questions just because we are meant to ask questions and we're meant to like fill the silence? Um, I don't know. Just imagine you in a party and just like two people having a really good conversation and you just constantly interacting going, are you like really connecting right now? Or is this like, what What would you describe this conversation you two are having? And all right, you just carry on. And then again, just be like, I'm really curious about this moment that you're just talking about here. Is this is this true connection? Like, or, you know, what? That would be a happening? really good episode of Black Mirror. If like everybody had little lights above their head that like flickered from green to like amber to red and it was like your level of engagement. I wonder if coming from, because I've always had a job since I was a teenager and they've always been in cafes. And I wonder if that has something to do with that. Like because, and, and I find that that industry is becoming increasingly like, the customer is always right, but like the customer is always right. And I've noticed even in my <laughs> years of customer service, the level of attentiveness which is expected of you is going like through the roof, like it's insane. And so I wonder right. if that has 
an effect on like my social skills with friends because like every day I'm so on it and I have to engage with with strangers and have to make it sound like I'm super Mm. interested in what they're telling me and a lot of my customers are new mums with babies who you know I may be the only adult they've spoken to all day Um, and so like they actually want to have a conversation with you and so I I, yeah I don't know I haven't really thought about it actually until we've spoken about it now you are just quite naturally good at it though because i i have worked in those environments and struggle and have always struggled massively i've done a lot of waitressing and and you know there's a lot of i've had a lot of experiences with customers wanting to have a conversation and me just sort of like nervously giggling at everything they say and not really capable of continuing any conversation um um but like you know it's not necessarily i don't think the people and when i'm working in those restaurants it's just two different ways of communicating mm. i think i kind of humor them i laugh i go oh, yeah or something and then walk <laughs> off <laughs> but <laughs> you know it's it, it it it's still you know i'm still not necessarily being rude i'm just not no. you know I, I have just a more of an awkward quality about me <laughs> But I think you know both 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 are interacting and talking. But you, I think you are more naturally better at keeping a conversation going, even with someone you don't necessarily want to have a conversation right. with. Because I think for me, um, if I'm not interested in having the conversation, my social skills are already not that effortless. So it takes effort to make a yeah, social yeah, yeah. Con- like have that social interaction. So if I don't want to have the social interaction, it's sort of it just then nothing happens because mm. like I can't. Because otherwise I have to really force a lot of energy into trying to keep something going that I don't want to. So I sort of, my sort of, you know, go-to is to just sort of smile, laugh and nod and kind of find (laughs) a way out of it as quickly as I can, you know. It also, it depends on who you're with as well, doesn't it? Um, But it's not like, sometimes I can be with a close friend and even if it does go silent, sometimes I can feel a little bit uncomfortable. And sometimes I can be with a stranger and it goes silent. But I don't care because I'm like, I don't know you anyway. So I actually don't really want to yeah. talk to you. So I can fuck off. So I don't really know <laughs> what it depends on. But I have sat comfortably before in silence. Um, and I really wish I could pinpoint what Why? gives me that comfort. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> then I could seek that out. Katie, do you do you um do you ever experience like you know I don't really know do you have awkward silences with people or is it not awkward do you just sit comfortably in them or do they just not happen? I think, and I'm not sure that people having conversations with me think this, but I <laughs> like I don't I sit in silence comfortably definitely with. Um, my boyfriend, he's Scandi, he's super quiet, like, as a person anyway, um, with my flatmates, like, you know, we can sit in silence and just, like, watch yeah. stuff, or, like, be in the same room, but not having a conversation, um, and so I can sit in silence, but when I'm having conversations, like, generally, I could, I can just talk for Scotland, like, I... <laughs> The conversation ends sort of when I like actively like leave a room, like. But I yeah. <laughs> but I think I'm oh, the same. Like my mum isn't like that, and my dad is, and my mum finds 
being when I'm back in Scotland and I like sit with my parents to watch TV and stuff at night, which obviously I didn't do when I was a kid. My mum finds it so exhausting because she's like all or like we go out for a walk on a Sunday morning and she's like all you and your dad want to do is talk. She's like I don't want (laughs) to talk and we're like why not? Let's have a conversation. Oh my god, did you see that thing? Oh my god, look at that, mum, mum, mum. What do you think, mum? And like something, I really get annoyed at my parents. I mean, not my dad because I get this from him clearly, but I get really annoyed mm. at my mum when I say something to her and she doesn't respond. And I'm like, why haven't you answered me? And she was like, because it wasn't a question. I was like, we're having a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's so true though because I think you know naturally I'm not really a talker. I I do find having conversations sometimes they they exhaust me I like I mm. need a nap after it mm-hmm. um like in the staff room and stuff I'm quite quiet I I need that time to recharge whereas there are people who charge by interacting mm. and by having a chat mm. yeah but I'm not really because I feel like like the difference between you and I Katie Katie will come home she's like oh hi how was your day I come home and I just say hi and then I go away <laughs> do you know what I mean like I'm not really a like, like it doesn't come naturally to me to be a casual conversationalist mm. um and I do like I like we I mean I say all this and I have a freaking podcast um <laughs> but uh, I, I do enjoy engaging conversation and I do enjoy talking to people but I feel like if I'm tired it's something that I just can't do and I feel like sometimes yeah. physically yeah. my mind is like blurry and I just mm. can't think of what to say and that would really frustrate me, especially growing up, because I was like, this is definitely just me. I'm like, I, I'm, I can't talk. I can't hold a conversation. Like, I was really mean to myself when I was young. And then I'd watch all these, like, random wiki hows on how to have a conversation. And it's just shit like, have posture when you talk to them. And it, oh, they will yeah. come, take deep breaths. And I'm like, that's just so awkward. If we're having a conversation out of nowhere, I'm just like, <gasps> yeah. It's, what are you up to next weekend? Just, like, yeah. did like this. Like, but this is the thing. <laughs> yeah, people expect of you to be good at communication because I mean, we are social beings, and like, socializing is 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 something that I do need. I do need socializing. Mm. Like, I I am someone who needs to socialize with people and talk to people, but at the same time, it's it can also be exhausting. And yeah. it's that communication thing. I just, I don't think, I think I get really wound up when <laughs> people tell me I need to do things so that I can be better. I'm like, no, I just want to, I just want to be better at it. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to have to work towards it. That feels like, yeah. that feels unfair. Yeah, yeah, Why yeah. Why does Katie get to be so good at talking <laughs> and then me, I don't. Like, what did I do I to not be allowed to be good at talking, you know? <laughs> yeah, I used to get so annoyed at my mum because my mum and my dad as well, they're both so social. My mum will talk yeah. to her friends on the phone like every night and for hours and she loves it. And I'm like, I, why don't I have that? I want that. Mm. But now I'm, <laughs> I'm more accepting of it now. Every now and again. Yeah. I'm a bit like, oh, I wish I could be a bit more social. But I'm just not. And I don't think I ever will be. And I don't think, no. you know, I can dissect my childhood and find the moment where having conversations made me feel mentally drained. 
because when I was younger and I was having conversations with people especially in school like there was a lot at stake and I felt like every word that I was that was coming out of my mouth Mm. was being judged because it was being judged yeah so I felt like I had a lot to lose every time I had a conversation so that's kind of lingered on into my adulthood um but but hey but I don't think that like like every group needs a dynamic and so you know some of my closest friends Steph is one of them you know I'm really good friends with you Stina but like my boyfriend one of my best friends Sarah's Norwegian as well like a lot of my closest friends are really really quiet people like and I don't and I don't think that that's an issue like I think that those dynamics are really important and there's definitely people that I can have conversations with and the com like the act of making conversation I don't find a strain but their energy I find really draining and actually like I struggle to have that conversation with them but and so like I don't think I mean I don't even enjoy being in a room with people like with five people that all have the talking capacity as I do like that's so exhausting like I just like I said my parents are very different in that sense like my mum's really quiet and quite happily like we'll just sit and listen and it's and I found the exact same quality in my boyfriend and my parents relationship and my current relationship are very similar in that sense like I really think yeah. that, that it balances out and I don't think that like your ability in having conversation even though it differs from mine is a bad thing like both of you have really meaningful friendships and relationships and people that you trust and your life is you know what I mean like so I definitely don't think you yeah I feel like that's definitely the way it's portrayed like you know you need to talk more like oh they need to be brought out of their shell and I just don't think that at all like I think that's so true that's such an annoying saying they have to be brought out of their shell (laughs) yeah everyone everyone has a shell Something I've been very, very passionate about for many years because it was literally like my only feedback for uh, drama school was pretty much, you know, speak more, you know, be (laughs) be more, you know, do, you know, you need to, you need to speak more in class and stuff. But I just, you know, I was often sat in a, in a, in a room and it was just a shouting match and nobody was saying anything of any importance. Mm -hmm. And I just thought like, what? So me shouting and taking part in the shouting match that's going to give me a better grade and what like why yeah like what's the i i just felt like the only time i ever spoke was when i really knew what i was talking about and i really thought it was going to offer something of like importance and if i felt like someone else had said something that i agreed with and i thought that that was going to be that was going to be enough then i didn't feel like i needed yeah. to talk and it's it's this thing of like people value people who talk and to stand out in that way a lot more than people who sort of you know stay stay behind it's that thing of leaders and followers ever you need both for you know society to work you need leaders and need followers and and sometimes the followers can be quiet but you know it it that isn't a negative thing and if you look at like now as well i mean this is really sort of going off topic a bit but like with cancel culture and everything like if we've learned anything in recent years like everyone just needs to be saying less like you just don't need to say (laughs) everything that you think like no exactly like it doesn't benefit you you know like I just I don't think that everything people need to not think their own voices are the most important because then 
then things get like brought back to them and slap them in the face because they've just <laughs> rattled on for you know however long and said really stupid shit. But because they've probably been taught from from a young age, you go to school and you're taught you should ask more questions mm. in class. You should do this and that. I'm even experiencing it in college now. Oh really? You know, we we have a teacher. Yeah yeah yeah. We have a teacher, um, and she like she purposely goes right i want someone who hasn't spoken to answer this question like i want someone and it puts mm. so much unnecessary pressure on someone i want to learn and me shouting out an answer that i don't know the answer to isn't mm-hmm. going to help me learn it's just going to make me go inwards yeah. and start panicking and trying to think of a thing to say mm-hmm. yeah. and then i stop taking in what's happening in the classroom because i'm starting to panic and freak about you know, possibly getting asked a question I don't know the answer to. And it's just like that, there's things like that, it's still going on now. Yeah. And people get taught that it, as long as you talk, even if you say something that's wrong or it's bullshit, uh, that's better than not talking. And I just think, mm. you know, there needs to be a middle ground there. Like, yeah, sure, like there's no wrong answer, but at the same time, there, like also not is. answering isn't always bad. <laughs> yeah, there I is, think there are wrong, wrong answers. answers. And I also think <laughs> that some people's opinions are wrong. Like, I oh, just yeah. don't need to hear. Oh, oh absolutely. <laughs> like based on no fact and no statistic, yeah. and it's just out there. Yeah, and like it's, you no, know, shut up. Yeah, like opinions. <laughs> opinions aren't aren't facts, and that's what like we were we were saying earlier on about you know the I feel like the priority sometimes not all the times but the priority is it, it isn't to connect or it isn't to have a discussion. It's kind of mm. just to say it. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. Have everyone know my opinion, and then. If you try and question it, then my ego is involved and then I, mm. I feel funny and then I just want to bite back out at, at you. and Because it's a battle then of who is actually the best at debating and not what the actual subject is. Yes. Um, oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Also, oh, I don't know if I'm jumping the gun, actually, because I know that you do celebrity clips. But... You go ahead. You go, it probably won't be. It's I don't have celebrities on today. I have a okay. random clip of so, not celebrities. So like, um, you go ahead. Joe Biden has a stutter, yeah. um, and people were criticizing. Like, and then even like our flatmates, like we were watching it with some friends. The de- the pl- the presidential debate. The debate. Yeah. And um, our friend Daryl was like, "Oh, like Biden's just not as good a speaker. Like, even though Trump's an idiot, Biden's like." And it's like, <laughs> but Joe Biden has a stutter, like an actual stutter, and yeah. so he's not this big public speaker. Like that isn't where his strengths are. Trump continuously interrupting him was like the definition of hell for someone with a speech impediment. And and it's like, and still they were being compared in terms of like charisma, in terms of ability of speaking publicly. And it's like one of these people has had a life of politics, um, you know, believes in like, I probably shouldn't talk about politics, but fuck it. Um, you know, <laughs> believes in more like active healthcare and does so because his wife died because of lack of access to healthcare. Yeah. You know, all of these yeah. things was VP to, in my opinion, one of the better presidents. And it's like all of that was sort of being made redundant in this debate because he isn't as good a speaker. And I was just like, I, I don't like. 
it shouldn't be something like that the presidential no. debate should not be based on your ability to stand in front of a big crowd and be charismatic like yeah some of the smartest people are the, the least charismatic people and i'm okay with that like yeah. i'm okay with smart people who don't like to talk making really important decisions like i don't need yeah absolutely because surely that that is the point that's the point they're meant to be making important decisions it's not about the speaking but everyone that's what everyone wants mm-hmm. that it's not people it just doesn't feel like people actually listen no it doesn't feel like people actually listen they're just it's like they're just looking they're not listening yeah i'm a big believer in you can say something that's super messy but if the context of what you're saying is truthful and you're connecting i don't care and it's taken me a really long time to accept that about myself because especially when i moved back uh, to ireland from brazil my english was a little bit messy and i just mm. felt like the value of what i was saying was was blurred because i would say words that were wrong every now and again and uh, like that would just really heighten my anxiety mm. and that's why i if people say like a lot i don't mind if people say um a lot i don't mind cuz i think it's it's, it's, filler, it's like it's it? yeah but it's also like a little pebble in your thought process to to give you a break and and move on and i remember i watched this debate on this morning once about the word like and (laughs) they were saying how it just (laughs) it's a debate literally a debate (laughs) and they were saying how the word like it dumbs people down and it shows that they're not well read and i'm like I say the word like so much, so, so much. And I think I'm an educated mm. person. I inform Ugh. myself. I read books. Um, and I still say like. But what does it matter if you don't fucking... I don't I read books. I, <laughs> yeah. I've got dyslexia and it fucking is a pain to read books. And I don't yeah. like watching books. I watch lots of documentaries. Does yeah. that make... Like, is that a good thing? I don't know. Like, what does it... It's this problem of like, we have to people have to be something they have to be well read you have to sound smart you know it doesn't just matter what you say and the things or like if you are a good person or you represent something good in life or you do something good no no as long as you're just well read or you speak correctly then you know that is basically the line it's just it's just like and actually sometimes i think that it's really damaging like yeah for sure for example i think that like boxes isn't it yeah like russell brand's podcast for example i think is a prime example of someone who can articulate can use big words Mm. and sentences and actually i think most of what he says is absolute garbage it's coming from a really (laughs) really narrow mindset but he's like throwing it in with all this like you know he's very articulate about it and it's like actually just because you can speak a lot and you can speak fast and you can speak clearly doesn't mean your thoughts are good like okay fine you can speak them well but it doesn't necessarily mean what you're saying has value sometimes you'll listen to someone who uses big words and uses all of these things and you and like says a lot and you actually like narrow it down and just like look at what that person has said and they haven't said a lot they've just used lots of words lots of big words they might have even repeated themselves but they said it differently they've been using a thesaurus or something you know and they've said different words at different times it sounds like he's saying something different but if you just fucking take all of that fancy shit away he's like said a sentence and it's not really that deep Mm -hmm. you know the amount of times that that happens it's it's frills it's like fucking feathers and glitter and all of that shit Mm -hmm. 
And then when you take it away, you actually realise, oh, do you know what? It's not all about just the fucking fancy we words. We all do something like that to some to some mm. degree. Like if I, oh, sometimes yeah. if I'm saying a load of bollocks, but in my, in my bollocks, <laughs> I use a big word. I use a big word. I'm like, oh yeah, my bollocks mean something now. I sound well cool in my bollocks. You know what I mean? So it's we all do it to a certain extent, which is sad. Um, you know, you shouldn't have Everyone to, wants but... to sound smart. Everyone wants to sound like they're really good at a specific subject mm. or really or know so like it there is the, the because of the pressures, because of all of the pressures around us. It's even the thing to go back onto like social interactions, you know, and I think People have said it about me, and I would say the same about you, Steph. But like, there's lots of times where people will go, "Oh, I had no idea that you struggle with that." You know, especially you, Steph. I think you're a lot more. You you hide it a lot more by being loud or being louder. Do you know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like you by by saying it by by like kind of saying the thing that you're anxious about instead, so that you're the first one to say it, and so that. If you just do this, then you, you know, then it's, do you know what I mean? Like you're, yeah, you're yeah, yeah. a lot, it's more whereas control. I'm a I lot more, more control, quiet. I feel like. Yeah, mm. exactly. But like, we're very different in that aspect, but yeah. still people, still people don't necessarily, it's not as obvious on the outside. No, but I, all I was going to say is just, it's, it's the social pressures and it's the pressures of sounding and being a specific way. That's, I think, putting us down mm. and making us feel this way. Whereas people aren't necessarily seeing it on the outside, but mm. it's a stressful, mm-hmm. it's it's all happening on the inside. It's just us stressing about not Definitely. being... Definitely. Definitely. Right. Because like, <laughs> truly, I don't really think, you know, there is such a thing of being a person who has bad social skills like every or like single zero person zero social skills zero there's um, you know yeah. there everyone in uh, everyone is capable of holding a conversation everyone has has had a conversation with someone at some point where mm-hmm. hopefully they've connected so what are bad social skills i feel like Definitely there are moments where I'm talking to someone and I have all the questions, you know, in, in my backlog of, of TED Talks that I've watched and I'm not connecting. <laughs> so I would consider that um, my poor social skills coming to light more than when um, sometimes when there's an awkward silence with someone and it's fine. Like those social skills are quite, you know, they're, they're truthful and it's honest. And so I just think I don't really know what bad social skills are and i i also i just don't think that like there should be anything that exists as a bad social skill i think you know a person should only socialize if they're comfortable (laughs) i don't think anyone should be forced to socialize if they don't want to socialize and i don't think that that should be a downfall for that character Mm. or you know for that person and their character that they aren't very good at socializing they might be really good at something else and you know it's it's that thing of people but but because it feels like such an important thing to have and because it has been kind of pushed on us especially in school and especially studying this this idea of you have to be the loudest person in the room because that's the only way that you're going to be successful Mm. and therefore it feels like you know you're not very popular or you are not going to be very well liked if you don't speak and <laughs> if you don't you know and i think that's the i i think it's a problem like i i don't necessarily think everyone will agree with it and i and i can see where social skills can be important but in the long run like i don't think it should be something that should put a person down if that makes sense but i think you know? that yeah. like like i don't think being quiet is a bad social skill i actually think the opposite i i think bad social skills come through a lot more 
with people that talk more because I think a bad social skill is not being able to read the room and not understanding that you've like pushed someone too far or not understanding when to stop talking or never asking a question about the other person and just like reeling it off like I think those are bad social skills and I often feel like when I'm in conversations with quieter people they're listening a lot more and so actually in terms of being perceived as like good at conversation or good at listening I think quieter people come across better in those conversations than people that just talk about themselves for you know 40 minutes no, I, t- I take it back now that there are bad social skills out there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> I did forget that, like, there are obviously the people who uh, can be rude and, you know, disrespectful. And I think that is a bad social mm. skill and things yeah. that... I think that should exist as a bad social mm-hmm. skill. But I think that <laughs> yeah, is... don't do that. That is but a again, whole other category. But yeah, but, but yeah. even those people... <laughs> even those people, it's, it's, it's... They are so caught up in their heads and they are so yeah. insecure that there's zero self-esteem with them so their chance to like prove to people that you know they're great and they're amazing they're super cool and they're super Mm. you know cultured it's just blabbering at people because their priority is their self-esteem and getting validation to um actually having a conversation with the person it all stems from self-esteem it's so (laughs) complicated why did we ever think of talking, doing a bloody podcast about this? This is too complicated. <laughs> yeah, let's delete. This is let's too delete. complex. <laughs> Please place your large bags into the overhead locker, wheels first, and keep your small items under the seat in front of you. Baggage creature, it's simple. It's just you personifying your baggage, whether that be, you know, anxiety or whatever your baggage is. Um, and we'd love to hear what your baggage is, Katie. I've, I think I've sort of had a baggage creature always without being able to call it a baggage creature because I didn't know that that's what they were called. Um, and so <laughs> <laughs> my um, baggage creature um, is, because my baggage sort of has always been more physical and like my perception of me and all of those things, all of the classic Yes growing up as a teenage girl things and so my my baggage creature has always been like this little green like kind of tinkerbell-esque but without any wings and all green but not a monster like it feels like it's like a little lady but she's all green and she's like (laughs) tiny and she's on my shoulder and she's got a really bitchy face because then when I would be like looking in the mirror (laughs) there's just like I'd be like oh I look okay today and then I'd have this little thing being like "Mm, I disagree and so she's like there (laughs) I love it (laughs) bitchy tinkerbell (laughs) bitchy tinkerbell that's my baggage creature (laughs) I love it I love it I always thought tinkerbell was a little bit bitchy anyway yeah she is she's very jealous wasn't she yeah Yeah. completely i could see that i could totally picture it so now it's time for celebrity corner there are no celebrities on the show today (laughs) i was on youtube and i found a video and it's just called like cringe moments i was like oh let's look at that let's look at other people being cringe i found this little interaction and i think it perfectly encompasses 
what bad social skills are. Like this guy is interviewing this woman. I don't know for what. It's literally just a clip. <laughs> he just doesn't know when to stop and he's just asking oh. questions to fill the silence and it's just painful. <laughs> it's so painful. Oh my god. So I'm gonna show <laughs> I'm, that. I'm not excited for this. <laughs> it's quick. I promise it's quick. Okay. So I'm gonna okay. show it to you now. So you seem kind of like a, a, a bit wacky. Would you rather, do you have OCD or would you rather have like ADD? It seems like you may have possibly both of them. No, I don't have either one. Well, which one would you choose? I wouldn't. What do mean you wouldn't choose one? Well, why would this I is, This to? is a scenario in which I'm asking you a question. Why wouldn't you choose one? I just don't want to. Well, you, I mean, are you scared of having one? Is that like... It's, it's literally what Katie was saying earlier with bad social skills and like people like a, per a person just pushing and asking questions that people don't want to answer. It's like yeah. pushing that thing. And it's like, like right, she said she don't want to answer it. Maybe just move on. Such yeah. a weird set oh. of questions as well. Like obviously we don't know what it's for, but oh my God, like that is just. And he also said, it seems like you would have both. And he was like, well, diagnosed her with ADD and what, what was it? ADHD? I don't know. Yeah. Like, OCD like, and ADD. Basically just OCD and ADD. And then he was like, it seems like you have both. And she was like, neither. Well, if, I, if you want to choose one, which one? Why do I have to choose now? Oh, oh, and then he's like, do you not want to choose because you think you have them both? It's like, <laughs> let me go home. Oh, yeah, go oh, uncomfortable. Yeah, very uncomfortable. Yeah, so, <laughs> that's the end. That's the end Thank of you, Celebrity Steph. Corner. You're welcome. Thank you for giving us that cringe moment. Uh, <laughs> Your seatbelt can now be fastened, ready for departure. Right, it's time for Would You Rather. Yes. Mm. You know, um, we were Best game. Steph asked me a would you rather in the living room the other day and because of Got Baggage, I was so buzzing and ready for this would you rather and I was like, oh, okay, okay, what is it? What is it? Um, I love it, I love it. And it was a joke. It was. Do it, so Wait, I can't remember it, Steph, you, you have to do it. Would you rather be a baby goat or a matter baby? What's a matter baby? A what? What's the matter with you? <laughs> Oh, I didn't ask the question you wanted me no! to ask. <laughs> but then I See, usually, this, I'm, is, I'm... this is the good thing about having bad social skills. <laughs> I it's hard to tell jokes to you. <laughs> but I was so pumped. I was like, oh, no, she said so eat. She was like, would you rather eat a baby goat? And I was like, okay, okay, or, or. And she was like, or a matter baby. And I was like, oh, what's a matter baby? <laughs> <laughs> So stupid. I love it. I love it. Oh, I love it. I love it. So fun when it right. works. Mine's not a joke. Mine's very okay. serious. Okay. You have to say this very okay, seriously. Okay. There's no jokes involved. Okay. Just okay, okay. two answers. Okay. 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 okay, okay. okay, okay. Go, go, go. Clear my throat. This oh my god. I'm so excited. Would I'm you nervous. rather? I've hyped this up too much now. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I've made myself excited. <laughs> Would you rather have a rewind button or a pause button in your life? What does a pause button do? What does everything else pause and pause. I can no, move No, it pauses as and just stops time. Yeah, so like, have you seen Click? 
Oh no, Stannon's oh, click yeah. actually gives me nightmares. <laughs> I can't watch click. It is so stressful. <laughs> it's horrible. Oh my god, that makes me uncomfortable. Katie hates. Katie hates time traveling. This is <laughs> so you basically you just have one remote, but there's only one button. You can either rewind. For example, you had an awkward social interaction. Rewind. <laughs> Do that interaction a better way and continue. Or, oh, fucking hell. I've got so much homework to do. I better pause <laughs> pause time so that I can, so I can do mm. my homework without any time wasting. I think I would pause. Mm-hmm. I feel like pausing time, I give myself a big old holiday. But that's oh. the thing. I would never press play. I think I would just be in pause <laughs> mode forever. Oh, my God. I would pause See, I would rewind. No, that's too stressful. That's far too nice. stressful. No, no stain in. live see, life no regrets. See, yeah, oh, fuck that. See, like, <laughs> just, just, just hear me out, right? If I had Mm-mm. a rewind button, I'd be less stressed Mm-mm. about going into scenarios, and therefore no. I don't have to use my rewind button. You would. But I feel more comfortable no. going into scenarios. No, because but I'd be would. like, no, because I'd be like, I well, know you. If- I know you're the kind of girl that would use the rewind button. Yeah, you would. No, I, I probably would. would at some point, but I'm saying the comfort the comfort of a rewind button would give me more Mm-mm. confidence in going into scenarios because I'd be like, well, you know, if I fuck up, I've always got a second, third, fourth chance. But you know? but the lesson that we all need to learn in life is that it's okay to fuck off <laughs> and it's okay to have bad social interactions. Yeah, and if you're but like able to rewind it, then you're never gonna accept yeah you're never gonna accept you for you are you so pause pause listen life. listen how many times of how many times have we said that do we listen to that no no so well, we won't well. give me no, all that confidence that, i disagree yeah what well, when when i'm when i'm 90 <laughs> but then you'll never it'll never be a perfect social interaction because you know mm-hmm. that you, you can keep going back in time to perfect it you're gonna go mm-hmm. crazy you're gonna go crazy and i'm gonna use or, my remote to or pause I, I, or i could use it for <laughs> perfection i would get perfection and i'd be famous <laughs> i'd be like listen i'm gonna get into fame i'm gonna i'm gonna into, f- into fame i'm gonna get into fame <laughs> i can i can rewind this podcast until it's perfect <laughs> but you know what our imperfection not that it isn't already us us <laughs> I hate that. I hate when people say that, like, oh, your imperfections make you you. I'm like, fuck off, yeah, what imperfections? Yeah, <laughs> what imperfections? Tell me right now, what imperfections yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd pause and just have a really nice nap. A really nice nap. Simple woman. Keeps me The going. only reason I'd want the pause button is for my homework right now. I, I think you're making a mistake. Um. Yeah, but the but, thing is, Steph, you know, I can rewind and do it again and not make the mistake. So, and I can pause. I can. No, I'm. I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna pause and hide your remote control, so you can't rewind. <laughs> mm. I think you're wrong here, Stanen. I don't. I don't think you're wrong yeah. often, but I think you're wrong. I think you're completely yeah. wrong. <laughs> well, yeah, your opinion is wrong. Do you know what? <laughs> do you know what? You've actually answered the same as Steph, and Steph's usually wrong, so I'm not quite. That's sure true. Yeah. Steph is usually wrong. So here, Katie, cool. I usually agree wrong, with you, so Steenan. Right, though I usually agree with you when I listen. Um, <laughs> so but... what? We don't know what's happened. Like today, it's an unknown. We don't know who's wrong here because you are. You know? Yeah, you are. You no, are wrong. <laughs> Steph, 
<laughs> it's now time for happy recommendations. I didn't mm. preface you with this, Katie. So if you have something, great. But if there's nothing, that's also fine. Um, if you have nothing that makes you happy, then that is fine. Damon. <laughs> <laughs> no judgment. <laughs> No judgment, Stainin. No Be mean to the guest. Sorry, I'll rewind. Just because you, I'll rewind. Just cause you can rewind <laughs> now doesn't make you know your life easy. I, apparently, you lose social skills doing that. Mm. Yeah. What's your happy recommendation? My happy recommendation, I would be wearing right now, but George oh, is wearing yes. it. Yes, yes, girl. Oh. Um, <laughs> sexy lingerie. Nice no, collar. <laughs> Um, it's called an Udi. Oh, mm. it's basically a uh, you just it's a blanket you wear. Um, it's the best thing ever. George bought it for me for my birthday, and obviously has clearly bought it for himself. Yeah, because <laughs> I went to the toilet, came out, and he like looked so shocked when he saw me see him put it on. Um, he's clearly been wearing it in secret. <laughs> <laughs> And hope for me never to find out, but I, I did. Good to know. There you go. That's my happy re- recommendation. What's your stuff? Woo. I started following a hashtag on Instagram, right? And it's <laughs> called <laughs> and it's called hashtag affirmations. So every now and again, like a really shite affirmation pops up, like shite, like tomorrow's a new day, and you know it is what it is. It is stuff like that, you know. Everything works out in the end. Like, <laughs> wow, well, real, real deep, real I, deep. I, I hate that one. <laughs> but there's some affirmations that when you read them, they do make you feel good and they do give you a bit of a buzz. So it's an easy thing to do. Mm, Just follow yeah. hashtag affirmations on Instagram and it's, it's good to, to read a bit of a positive quote. <laughs> I like positive it. message. Yeah. So do, I recommend cool, cool. doing that. That's fun. Yeah. I like nice. it. And you can do that. Whilst you're on the sofa mm. wearing your Udi. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. Super double cosy. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, Katie, is there anything yours? you would like to recommend? Well, this year I started doing, I like started the year with a 30 day yoga challenge and then I did another one Ooh. right off the back of it and then I did another one right off the back of it. So I did 90 days um, and now I just haven't stopped and I do. Yoga every single day. Oh. Um, wow. And I love it. I absolutely love it. Some of them she are does. like, you know, a 12-minute meditation or just a bedtime stretch. Or, But I found the act of just getting my yoga mat out, even if it's going to be for 10 minutes, Yeah. Is there's just something in it. I feel really good. I feel better going to bed knowing that I've, like, moved. I find... Yeah. Um, I do yoga with Adrian, as the rest of the world does. Um, but I find her really <laughs> soothing, and she has her dog Benji in all the videos. And I just, oh. when I was in when I'm in Scotland, and I was in Scotland for lockdown, um, me and my mum both do yoga. And Buddy, our little cocker spaniel, would sit on the mat with us, and it was just so peaceful. So yeah, it's ah. it's an easy thing to do at home um and I feel the world better for it. So that's my happy recommendation. Yay. Love that. Love it. Woo. Woo. <laughs> Katie. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so so much for coming on. 
really yeah. appreciate it. It was a bloody pleasure. Is there anything you would like to plug? Um, there's a couple of things, if that's okay. Um, so yes, I sculpt naked ladies um, <gasps> as my little yes. busyness. Um, uh, we have mentioned them on the pod before. You have. Um, so. They are candlesticks and I make them in the female form, any size, any shape, any colour, any pattern. Um, and they're very sort of feminist pieces accidentally. Um yeah, sell nudes. It's really cool. <laughs> um, Love it. They're Love stirred. it. They are great. I'm also the artistic director of a company called Art for Essential Workers. Um, so you can find us at artforessentialworkers.org or you can find us on Instagram at a few great people. And we make free theatre shows. Currently they're streamed online, but we make free shows which celebrate the work of and are accessible to our essential workers so nhs um shopkeepers our bus drivers our doctors our teachers um and it is a very powerful mission and i feel very grateful to be on it with my fabulous team so yeah do check us out so i'm at lady candles and i'm at a few great people that's the end of this week's episode. Um, thank you so much for, listen- for, for listening, <laughs> for listening, for listening, uh, social skills, talking, uh, that's a thing. Um, and make sure to tune in next week where we will be talking about something. We haven't even decided, Steph. No, we haven't, but you'll find out soon enough. You'll find out. You'll find out soon enough. You'll find out this soon is how organised we are at the moment. <laughs> um, probably about something to do with anxiety. You know the gist by now. So. You'd, you'd think, oh. yeah, you'd think. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, if you have any questions, suggestions or feedback, you can email us on gotbaggagepodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at gbaggagepodcast or you can follow us on Instagram at gotbaggagepodcast. And if you could rate, share and subscribe to us on iTunes, that would be really appreciated because that's where it goes on the ranking and people can see new <laughs> podcasts and stuff. So that that would be really really cool and we wish you all a very safe journey into next week see you then bye bye so just stay standing with your belts buckled because he said this is going to be terrible